Welcome to Your Story Matters podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Elizabeth, and whether this is your first time or you are a returning listener, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time and listening ear each episode as I dive into the power of storytelling, learning that we are the main characters in our own stories, and the freedom that can come from breaking free of the false narrative that has been playing in our minds. With how noisy the world has become, it means so much to me that you have chosen this podcast to listen to, to be encouraged by, to have a laugh or two, to think more deeply, and to ultimately know that your story matters. Hey everybody, welcome back. I am so excited that you're here, and I have a really good story to share that has been a very long time in the making, so let's get started. Painting my office has been on the table for a while now, and a few weeks ago, I finally painted. The walls had a strange sea foam shade from the early 90s when we moved in, and it was suggested to me that I paint the walls a lighter color to brighten the space up. When I was at Home Depot, I spent way too much time going back and forth on various shades of cream. It's important to note that I am a dark color, warm tones kind of gal. Going this light hasn't happened since I painted my childhood bedroom lavender when I was 13. Our condo is a Cape Cod style, and so my office is the small attic space up top. But it really is a large room, even though it's hard to tell what the actual color of a wall is because the light hits different at all times of the day. In my over-defensiveness, I reasoned to paint more than one wall to really see in the light and in the shade. So I painted one entire window alcove, and lo and behold, I had such a visceral reaction of hate. Yes. The cream color I chose, varnished ivory, looked yellowish to me and made me flip an emotional lid. No one else saw the yellowish tint, not my husband, not my mother, my aunt, or my friend, but I did. Yes, in looking at multiple pink color chips at Home Depot, I did purchase varnished ivory and another color in a sample jar to paint a few strokes on the wall, and I liked the ivory better against the beigeish Roman plaster. And yes, I painted more than one like section of my office, so one where the light mostly hits, one where there's mostly shade. So I had different walls of which I could see this color and still varnished ivory one over Roman plaster, but I was mopey and sad and mad and felt feelings I didn't have the words for all that day and the day after. I was also having a hard time explaining what color and feel I wanted in my office, and I was frustrated because I couldn't articulate what I wanted. The experts say to give it a few days after painting because any color drastically changes a space though I dare say I've been changed more. I had to sit with it for a bit. I had to sit with the uncomfortableness of it all and learn to adjust to what my eyes were seeing. The good thing about this example is that it's easy to change paint color. Yes, it might cost more money to buy more paint, but all in all, you're not out a whole lot. But what if the situation is not as easy as changing a paint color? What if we're leaving one job for another? What if we're dealing with a diagnosis that will change everything? What if we're learning that the relationship we thought we wanted isn't working out? What if we're down in the depths of despair because we don't know how to fix it? 
it might be worth talking to someone about the challenges you're facing. No, it's worth talking to someone about the challenges. For all of life's whatever, having a coach to guide you through, offer encouragement, provide support, and a listening ear has changed everything for me. And it can do the same for you. Even before we start talking about coaching and transformation and etc., it's really just talking to another person, someone who gets it, someone who's been there, someone who will understand. I emailed my life coach, Allison, about the travesty of my walls. I needed to be reinforced and affirmed in my feelings about the major feelings I was experiencing due to this color change. And you know what? The easiest answer was to change change the pink color. Plus, she affirmed that I was not crazy. What if it really was that easy? Change the pink color. I think you'll agree that we put up with way too much in our lives. And the pressure we put on ourselves, relationships, jobs, etc., to keep everything right and calm and perfect and unnoticeable to others is really demeaning and harmful to ourselves. Yes, I could have just stuck with Varnished Ivory and gave her a chance. I did agree that her presence did in fact brighten the space up a bit, but I'm also a cave troll and don't want a bright space to work in, podcast, write, design, read in, you get it. So instead of putting up with yet another thing in my life that I have the power to change for the better, I went back to Home Depot and spent an unmentionable amount of time looking at blues and greens and realizing that certain shades of blue sometimes favored gray, which is a color I wanted to avoid for my office. For round two, I desperately tried to channel Joanna Gaines. And for yet another time in my life, when I realized I'm not the person I wish I was, I got sad, my feelings were hurt, and my ego was bruised. Some shades were still too bright, and I didn't want to mimic a little kid's room with bright, happy, fun shades of color. There was also an elderly couple at Home Depot there looking for color inspiration as well, and I struck up a conversation with the lady about how difficult it is to choose a color for your space. We base so much on a tiny paint chip sample, and Only the really good designers can see that amount of color and see the whole vision come to life in their minds. We try to picture the color going with our existing curtains or furniture or light fixtures, hoping that we got it right. And I'm sure that most folks have their minds made up, know what they want, act on it, and never have a bad day ever. Ugh, it's so easy for some. But while I was there, I phoned my aunt and we talked about the colors I was thinking of and talking through the reasoning and such. I'm still gobsmacked by how much this process put a strain on my mental health as well as my husband's faith and belief in me to make actual real life decisions. But that's neither here nor there. Mike tried to reason with me about adding curtains, painting my work table and adding plants and art on the wall to make a difference. As much as I appreciated his insight and willingness to have a happy wife again, his suggestion made me realize the mental games we put ourselves through to deal with the problem by adding stuff in order to make the problem less problematic. I responded to Mike by saying that it didn't matter how many additional things we changed in the room, no matter how many cute fake succulents we hung by the windows, it wouldn't change the fact that I hated the wall color and that I saw the yellowish undertones of that cream. 
if there's a problem, the solution isn't to change the symptoms, but to dig to the root problem and fix that. The problem, I hated the wall color. The solution, paint it a new color. I hope that advice makes sense and you can begin to see the areas in your life where you don't have to accept the color on the walls as a permanent thing. And you're able to open yourself up to the idea of changing the paint color. You have the power to change. It won't surprise you that after trip two to Home Depot, I bought five more sample colors and added them onto the walls to see which I liked better. At this point, anything was better than poor old yellowish varnished ivory. And I also hope that she can forgive me for my utter hatred of her. Maybe we could have been friends, but I doubt it. Unless we were back in 1865 Victorian England, where I really wouldn't have had the freedom to change my mind based on who had the power. Nah, scratch that. I would have had the power no matter what time I was living in, just to clarify. Do you want to know what I painted the walls? Do you think you know? Well, if you are subscribed to my newsletter next week, I will indeed show you everything. The old color, the ivory color, everything in between, and you get to see the final product. The link to my website is always in the show notes, so you can head on over and sign up if you aren't already. It comes out on the off weeks of this podcast, so you won't have to wait too long before you see my office in her full rightful glory. Cue the hallelujah chorus. What started out as a conversation about paint color turned out to really be about change. Change is hard messy, complicated, stressful, dismal, unbearable, scary, frustrating. Change is also meaningful, beautiful, challenging, different, lovely, and needed. Until something is changed, we don't fully recognize how tightly we're holding on to the thing that we don't want to change. Humans like being comfortable. We just do. Letting go is hard, ask anyone. But all of us are connected by the fact that we have experienced hundreds, thousands of changes in our life. Some are more welcome than others. No one will walk the face of the earth and not experience change. But when it comes to a change that we have to make for ourselves and not our preteen bodies doing that change for us, It's hard to let go because we don't know what life will look like after the change. Change, as defined by Google, number one, make someone or something different, alter or modify. Number two, replace something with something else, especially something of the same kind that is newer or better. Substitute one thing for another. Here are all the changes I've made in the last year and a half. I quit my job. I moved. I got engaged. I started a new career path. I got married. I changed my name. I started a solo podcast. I got a part-time job. I changed the color of my office walls. Some of those changes were easier than others, but I have changed in every way through the experiences. I'm still the same me, but I would like to think I'm wiser and bolder. And I've learned a lot about myself, what I'm capable of, and what I can handle. It's a lot more than I thought. And I also hate varnished ivory. Who knew? 
Change is possible for you, even for the things you're unsure about. All it takes is faith, trust, and a little bit of pixie dust. I'm so glad I had the Enneagram in my back pocket before I went through all the changes I did. I had a better sense of how I think and behave when I'm stressed, and there were plenty of changes that were stressful. I was able to understand my tendencies for behaving poorly and was able to recognize the spin-outs before they happened. I want my space to be unique, to be cozy, to feel like me. My type 4's core weakness is envy. And I've had my fair share of feeling envy by means of comparison with where I am in my life compared to every other person on the planet. Every time I tell you about life being a journey and blah, 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 I'm preaching to the biggest choir there is, me. If you're going through a change right now, if you're not conscious of it, you soon will be, the Enneagram can help. Are you stressed, overwhelmed, burdened? or unsure of what the future holds, the Enneagram will meet you where you are and provide guidance to help you through all the struggles by understanding your personality, how you think, how you feel, how you behave. I think it's time to change the way you've been handling things. You've held on to this particular way for a long time, and you don't even know how tired you are. There also might not be anything too terribly wrong with the way you're handling things. But what if there was a better way? It does require change. I can't tell you how much, but it's needed in order to become the person you want to be. Maybe you don't know what kind of person you want to be. That's okay. Maybe you don't like your wall color and want to change it. That's okay. Maybe you're scared of change. That's okay too. We don't have to be bogged down by life taking us over. We, you, I have the power to change for the better. Different is better because it's possible. It's time to change the pink color. What color will you choose? And if you do want to see what my office looks like, go to my website, subscribe to the newsletter, and next Wednesday, you will get to see the final finished done forever until the end of time project because I'm never painting ever again, ever. (laughs) I am so glad to have peace of mind back. I'm happy to be sleeping better at night. And I'm excited for this room. A lot of magic has already happened in this space. And I'm excited for the winter as I get to kind of live in my creative cave and I'm excited for next year with what this room will inspire me to write and create and think about and talk about and all of the things. So I hope you will tune in for the newsletter next week and I will see you in two weeks for another podcast episode. Thank you for listening. In addition to these podcasts, I have a newsletter that comes out every other Wednesday. Wednesdays where there are podcasts, no newsletter. Wednesdays where there are newsletters, no podcast. It is filled with more stories from my life, ones that I don't always share here, thoughts about the Enneagram, and more. So I invite you to head on over to my website, www.michaelaelizabeth.com, to sign up today. 
There you'll find all the info you need about Enneagram coaching and how to work with me, this podcast, and my latest creative passion project, Vintage Handmade Cards. And while you're on the World Wide Web, it would mean so much to me if you would follow Your Story Matters podcast wherever you listen, rate it, and review it for others to see so they can begin their journey in discovering their story matters. Until the next episode.